Hello, good morning. It's a lovely Tuesday once again. We thank God so much for today. We thank God for our lives. Um, we thank God for whatever He's doing um, to us, for us, through us. And I pray that God will keep working with us even in these last days. Um, I want to thank God so much for for everything that you're doing, for the support and, and the love. God bless you so much. Today, I want to quickly run through the topic deception. Um, it, it, it's, it's a message that um, I, I heard from church from my pastor, and I just brooded over it. And I, I believe that the Spirit of God inspired me more, gave me more to, to talk about it. And I believe you'll be blessed at the end of the day. So, um, I'll move straight to the topic. So, when we talk about deception, deception, um, from the Marian Webster dictionary um, it's it gives a very interesting definition of deception it says that deception is the act of causing someone to accept as true or valid what is false or invalid <laughs> and I like that definition a lot so it means the act of of letting someone accept what is false as true or what is invalid as valid and that is deception and so as before we move even further i want you to know that deception is the is the is the, the state the normal state of the devil so jesus had to say this about the devil in in john chapter 8 verse 44 john chapter 8 verse 44 jesus said this about the devil he says you belong to your father the devil and you want to carry out your father's desire he was a murderer from the beginning not holding to the truth for there is no truth in him when he lies he speaks his native language for he is a liar and the father of liars this is what jesus had to say about the devil so when you read the bible the bible says that for the devil is walking about like a roaring lion but he is not like a, he deception is his native language deception is what he does and he's, he's a master in do in deception that is that is who he is and um, i want to read an excerpt a scenario that one man of god placed when he, he wanted to talk about the devil and deception so um this is what he, he he said now he was talking about deception and then he made a scenario of three demons that the devil wanted to send so so let's let's listen to it. he says that satan in a fanciful vignet um someone three demons before him and gave them a project you are to go through the earth he commanded and i want you to deceive as many people as you possibly can causing them to be lost but before you go i want to hear how you plan to deceive them this satan asking the demon so the first demon stepped forward and said i'm going to tell all these people that there is no god satan shook his head saying that would work on a few people but most people won't buy it there is too much evidence that a creator god exists i reject your plan because it wouldn't deceive many people so the second demon came before him and said confidently i will teach everybody that it's no i'll teach everybody that there's no hell satan just laughed people he said people know better than that they know there's a place where unrepentant sinners will burn never to live again your plan would never work either it may deceive a few people but eventually they will catch 
unto you. Now the third demon rose up and said, I will tell them that there is no need to hurry. Satan said, Go, you deceive everybody. <laughs> Interesting. So you see, this is the work of Satan. This is this is a very wonderful scenario. So th- these are three demons who, who are to work to deceive someone, to win over someone to, to darkness. And one says that I'll tell them there's no God. Satan said no. It won't work on a lot of people. Another said, I'll tell them there's no help. He said, that one too won't work on a lot of people. Then another person said, I'll tell them that there's a lot of time. I mean, there's no need to hurry. There's a lot of time. There's no need to hurry. You can take your time. He says, yes, go. That one will work. Because why would that one work? Because when you tell people that there's a lot of time, it means that you delay them. You delay them from from accepting Christ, you delay them from doing good, and they keep on thinking that oh, there's there's a lot of time. Let me let me just do what I'm doing, and by the time they realize they are gone, by the time they realize they are dead, and they've not accepted Christ. Now that is what the devil does. The devil is full of deception. And today, today I'll be reading some scriptures, just two scriptures for you, and then that'll be all. So I just after everything, I want you to prayerfully consider this, and I believe that God will help us. God will give us the spirit of discernment that we will be able to discern. It's very, very important as a Christian in these last days. In these last days where people are living cunningly, people are cunning. People are very, 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 very slippery. You, you, don't, you can't even figure out the right one and the wrong one. May God have mercy. Now, when you read Joshua chapter 9, Joshua chapter 9 verse 1 downwards that's the first scripture we are reading Joshua chapter 9 verse 1 downwards now the the heading says that the Gibeonite deception (laughs) that's the heading from the NIV it says the Gibeonite deception so verse 1 says now when all the kings west of the Jordan heard about the things the kings about these things they um they are talking about the things that God has done through the hand of Joshua defeating Jericho and all the big Places. So, there's the kings in the hill country, in the west foothills, and along the entire coast of the Mediterranean Sea, as far as Lebanon. Eh? So, they came, so he says that the kings of Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hevesites, and Jebusites, they came together to wage war against Joshua and Israel. However, when the people of Gibeon heard what Joshua had done to Jericho and Ai, they resorted to a ruse. They went as a delegation whose donkeys were loaded with worn out sacks and old wineskins, cracked and mended. They put worn and patched sandals and their feet and, and on their feet and wore old clothes. All the bread of their food supply was dry and moldy. Then they went to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal and said to him and the Israelites, We have come from a distant country. Make a treaty with us. The Israelites said to the Hevites, But perhaps you live near us. So how can we make a treaty with you? Hey! So it's I, it, that God even spoke to the Israelites. So perhaps you people are living near to us. So how can we sign a peace agreement, a treaty with you? You tell us you're coming from a far country. Then we are your servants. That's what they said. We are your servants. They said to Joshua. But Joshua asked, Who are you and where do you come from? They answered, Your servants have come from a very distant country because of the fame of the Lord your God. Hey. 
for we have heard reports of him all that he did in egypt and all that he did to the two kings of the amorites east of the jordan sihon king of hezbon and all king of bashan who reigned in astaroth and our elders and all those living in our country said to us take provisions for your journey go and meet them and say to them we are your servants make a treaty with us this bread of ours was warm when we packed at home on the day we left for to come but now see how dry and moldy it has become and these wine skins that were filled with new wine but see how cracked they are and our clothes and sandals are worn out by the very long journey the israelites sampled their provisions but did not inquire of the lord oh god oh god and this is the mistake of many of us this is the mistake of many of us in our generation there's so much pressure to make it in life there's so much pressure to be successful there's so much pressure to have something there's so much pressure to belong somewhere there's so much pressure to to take something home that most of the times most opportunities that comes to us the bible says that the israelites sampled their provisions in verse 14 but did not inquire of the lord i pray that even as you are listening to this may god give you the heart to inquire of the lord now then joshua made a treaty of peace with them to let them live and the leaders of the assembly ratified it by oath (laughs) they made an oath also now three days after they made a treaty with the gibeonites the israelites heard that they were neighbors living near them (laughs) let me end here wow now this is deception so first thing that you need to know is that in deception that they speak a lot of truth in deception there is truth about there's some truth about what they are saying so they came to talk about how the lord has used joshua and the israelites and these are the truths the mighty works of the lord god in the israelites the arm of god moving in among the israel is the truth that is the truth and so they spoke about those truths to get their attention to know that they've really heard about that to know that this is this sometimes it feel like it's it's this is a good thing i mean they are praising the lord god see they came all the way from a far country just to acknowledge the the good thing that the lord has done hey, but the bible says they did not inquire of the lord now i remember david who who when he went for war came back and his, his his household and the people of israel had been taken captive i mean who would even want to inquire of the lord to go after them but the bible says david inquired of the lord before he went after them and he retrieved his his possession so i mean yes it's true we've gone for war when you came the the enemy has just captured all your goods and your women and your children would you want to go and inquire before you go after them a man of war a man of valor a warrior 
but David inquired of the Lord. Now, brethren, what I want to tell you is that it is very important to inquire of the Lord. Very, very important to inquire of the Lord. Because in this generation, a lot of things seem very, very tantalizing. I don't know if it's a right English word. A lot of things seem very appetizing and sumptuous. It looks very delicious. It looks very attractive. When you hear it, it, it looks very attractive. It, it sounds attractive to the ear. It sounds like this is the perfect plan that I've been waiting for. But inquire of the Lord. Because for all you know, these Gibeon knights are faking. Had to put on worn out clothes, get dry bread. Hey, how can some, some people fake like that? Come and tell you all sort of things. Meanwhile, they are nothing of that. A young man you meet will portray to be something else. Meanwhile, he's a demon. He's nothing close to what he's portraying to be. He will let you know that he loves God. But meanwhile, oh God, may God have mercy. Dear one listening to me, I want you to tell you that I want to tell you that God, God is actually calling us unto prayer. To inquire from him the spirit of discernment inquire of the lord this is not beyond anybody let me read my last scripture and then, then we will conclude now my last scripture is taken from from first kings chapter 13 another interesting thing happened here first kings chapter 13 okay so that one is a little bit lengthy um but i also read all okay and um, first kings chapter 13 so um by the word of the Lord, a man of God came from Judah to Bethel. Okay, as Jeroboam was standing by the altar to make an off- offering, by the word of the Lord he cried out against the altar, altar, altar. This is what the Lord says: A son named Josiah will be born to the house of David. On you he will sacrifice the priests of the high places who make offerings here, and human bones will be burned on it. That same day, the man of God gave a sign. This is the sign the Lord has declared. The altar will be split apart, and the ashes on it will be poured out. Then, when King Jeroboam heard what the man of God cried out against the altar at Babylon, he stretched out his hand from the altar and said, Seize him! But the hand he stretched out toward the man shriveled up, so that he could not pull it back. Also, the altar was split apart and its ashes poured out according to the sign given by the man of God, by the word of the Lord. <laughs> this is amazing. No? A man of God spoke and instantly there were, there were results. Instantly there were results. Now the king at that time stretched his hand that they should seize him. And the Bible says his hand withered, it shriveled, it, it, it became stiff. He could not pull it back. Hey! And this is the man of God that God has sent with his word, a powerful man of God. Then the king said to the man of God, Intercede with the Lord your God and pray for me that my hand may be restored. So the man of God interceded with the Lord. And the king's hand was restored and became as it was before. Amazing. This this man is doing great and mighty things by the word of God. Now, he says that, The king said to the man of God, Come home with me for a meal and i will give you a gift but the man of god answered the king even if you were to give me half of your possession i will not go with you nor would i eat or drink water here 
for I was commanded by the word of the Lord you must not eat drink eat bread or drink water or return by the way you came so he took another road and did not return by the way he had come to battle <laughs> God, there's a lesson here that I want us to learn let's let's read on and I'll speak about that now there was a certain old prophet old prophet of god he's a prophet too living in Bethel, whose sons came and told him all that the man of god had done there that day they also told their father what he had said to the king <clears throat> what did he say he told him that i'm not supposed to eat i'm not supposed to drink i'm supposed to go by a different route now their father asked him which way did he go and his and his son showed him the way which the man of god from judah had taken so he said to his son saddle the donkey for me and when they had saddled the donkey for him he mounted it and rode after the man of god he found him sitting under an oak tree and asked are you the man of god who came from judah i am he replied so the prophet said to him come home with me and eat the man of god said i cannot turn back go and go with you nor can i eat bread or drink water with you in this in this place i have been told by the word of the lord you must not eat or drink there or return by the way you came now this is very important as a christian as a person living on this earth it is very important for you to know how to keep secrets it's very important for you to know what you have to say especially the very things that god have said concerning your life the very things that god have said it's very important for you to know which ones to say and which ones not to say the ones that god allows you to say and the ones that god does not allow you to say a lot of people have fallen into doom because of the way they talk they've fallen into many temptations falling into many trials because they talk a lot because they want people to know everything every single move in their life they want people to know and so it has it has made them uh, um um uh, observant so people are watching them it's like <laughs> people people are, are marking them because they, they say almost everything and it makes the, the the attacks and and the plans of the devil also also plan towards it so that i is able to strategize because you said and he, so so people of god i want you to know that don't don't be quick to talk don't be quick to talk it's very important so the old prophet answered I too am a prophet and this one too is true. You remember I told you that there's a truth. They will tell you something. So this one too is true. I too am a prophet as you are. And the angel said to me by the word of the Lord, that one is a lie. Bring him back with you to your house so that he may eat bread and drink water. The very things God said he, he should not do. And the very in the very same sentence, so that he may eat bread and drink water. But he was lying. <laughs> that's what the bible says but he was lying so the man of god returned with him and ate and drank in his house while they were eating at the table the word of the lord came to the old prophet now god actually spoke through the the person who deceived him and says that he cried out to the man of god who came from judah this is what the lord says you have defiled the word of the lord and have not kept the command of the lord your god you came back and ate bread and drink water in the place where he told you not to eat or drink therefore your body will not be buried in the tomb of your ancestors when the man of god had finished eating and drinking the prophet who had brought him 
back saddled his donkey for him and he went on his way a lion met him on the road and killed him and his body was left lying on the road with put the donkey and the lion standing beside it <laughs> why, why would the lion meet a donkey and a human and will not harm a donkey and only kill the man because God has commanded it because of disobedience now why did the disobedience come because of deception because one prophet of God decided to allow himself for the devil to deceive this young man of God young ministry young man of God just started ministry I want to speak to you men of God sometimes you start ministry you meet that person who is so vibrant who who is supportive in always and you think this guy is the right person and the moment you hand over affairs to him then you begin to see that you've made a wrong mistake there are some people that you make an alliance with and you see you've made a wrong mistake there are some businesses that will look so lucrative people talk about anything this is the right thing to do but you get into it then you know that oh god i made the wrong mistake you've you've actually run at a loss you lost everything you invested into it there's this young man this young lady who appeals to you and looks very decent looks very good and and you go in for the person and you know that this person is right by the time you realize the person is not who you think is people are being deceived day in day out because in this generation people are cunning people are are living like the devil they they are deceiving they are deceptive they they will make the thing look as if it is right but it is not right that is what the devil and that's what the devil is using in our days he won't he won't tell you that he won't tell you that don't go to church but he will tell you that why why waste your time you just went to church why do you waste your time to pray again uh, but there's this series you have to watch and so you are watching the series and by the time you realize you are what you are into the series and the whole day the whole week the whole month you've not really engaged yourself you've not really prayed you've not really read the bible that's what the bible the devil wants us to get into and and i'll speak next week on on another form of 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 this um that i'm talking about that, that the devil deceiving us as christians but i want you to know and i want to pray for you that may god open your eyes and your ears that may god give you the spirit of discernment may you be able to discern may you inquire of god in this this the slightest move you want to make in life some people sometimes christians will take things for granted the place you want to stay the place you want to work the place the marriage the 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 relationship you want to get into the business you want to get into some christians think that these things are things you have to look at the environment and decide on but as a christian you have to inquire of the lord people have have lived in certain places that have affected their lives affected their destinies people have have gone into some jobs that they know that if they had gone the other way it would have been better but at that time they were deceived i want to pray for you that god open your eyes god open your ears that May the Lord himself cause you to know. May the Lord himself cause you to see when when deception is coming. May you discern. May you know. Just like Paul knew that the lady following them and hailing them that you are man of God. You are man of God. Paul knew by the, the designing of spirits that this spirit is not of God. And cast
casted the spirit of may you know may god let you know the spirit of wisdom that causes you to act right instantly the spirit of wisdom that causes you to make the right decisions at a go may god cause the spirit of wisdom to be mighty on you as i speak may god open up your mind and your spirit to receive discernment may you inquire of the lord don't ever forget may god cause you never to forget to inquire of the lord listen as i said david a warrior had to inquire before going to battle but the man joshua didn't inquire of the lord when these people came the prophet of god didn't inquire of the lord when another man of god came because the devil will always come in a way that you will not doubt deception that is it he will come in a way that will not make you doubt but hey don't take anything for granted don't take anything for granted not all that glitters is gold people are coming as sheep as sheep but they are wolves in sheep clothing may god have mercy and i pray for you this morning that may god have mercy on us may god cause us to inquire of him may god cause us to 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 remain in him may god cause us to to be discerning in everything that we do may we make we may not take anything for granted in this life have a wonderful week have a wonderful week and i pray that may god cause us and redeem us from any deception if we've been deceived before and we're having consequences may god have mercy on us and deliver Deliver us from the consequences and place us back on track in the name of Jesus. If anybody is entangled by any deceit, you found yourself where you shouldn't have because of deceit, because of deception. May God lift you and rescue you from it. May God cause you to, to, to come on a path of truth. May God deliver you from the arms of deception. And may God open your eyes and your ears to know when the devil comes to you with deception. God bless you.